man thank god it is friday jersey judah red pill party podcast and i have to say thank god it's friday thank god it is friday we are finally at the end of another week and uh i actually got a couple more hours i got five hours five extra hours to get tomorrow morning i gotta be up back at this place 8.45 a.m. So you guys should pretty much look out for an episode. I mean, a jam-packed episode. Tonight, we're going to do something traditional, two hours max. Tomorrow, we're actually going to try to aim for a three-hour show. We're going to see how that goes. 
there's a lot of preparations that I have to do in order to make the show three hours. So we're going to have a lot of compilations, a lot of things to talk about. Um, because I'm working tomorrow and I'm going to be podcasting tomorrow, I will not be podcasting Sunday. So there won't be Simtail Sundays this time around. So, you know, I'm back, man. I'm chilling. Where's my blunt? Where's my blunt? I got my blunt ready to spark. I got my uh, Tazo or Tazo tea. I've tried this for the first time today, this morning, actually. It's called uh, Tazo, and the flavor is Awake. And it's a bold, full-bodied blend of smooth black teas. I've also mixed this with a little um, lemon lemon tea that I had earlier. Woo! Excuse me, I mean green tea. Added some green tea along with that, man, and tastes pretty damn good. Um, you know, throughout this week, it wasn't that I was necessarily freestyling. Tonight is definitely going to be a freestyle Friday for sure. We have a couple, maybe three videos to go through because like I said, I didn't really, I didn't get a chance. It's not that I didn't plan the episode. Of course I planned the episode, but I didn't really plan exactly what I'm speaking on. So I'm kind of going through. See if I can create a playlist with what I have. Um, we got Taylor the Fiend. We can shout out Taylor the Fiend. And I think a couple of Taylor the Fiends. I do want to go through. I want to see if this is the video. Hold on. So I haven't done a PSA in a while. And okay. Yeah, we're starting off with Heartbroken Bitches. Let's see. Um... Alpha Widow Bitches, we'll talk about that more in detail. When a real woman destroys a woke woman. Matter of fact, let's go through that first. Sounds interesting. Not one father who raises his children on his own said, Happy Mother's Day to me. I'm the mother and the father. You don't see that shit. What's going on guys, BMS and I are back with another video. Let's go ahead and get right into it. Make sure you guys don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. So here we go. Let's talk for just a minute about the attack on masculinity that is occurring in this country. First of all, let's lay down the basic facts. Men tend to be more assertive. They tend to be more aggressive. They tend to have a little bit more unbridled ambition than us ladies. Sorry to tell you. <laughs> they tend to be a little bit more possessive. They tend to be a little bit more independent. That's just true. And these are not westernized ideas of men. They are traits that are innate and have been seen throughout human history. Very. <coughs> oh, shit. <coughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God, bro. I'm bodied. I'm high right now. Where's, where's the sound clip at, man? You know, this is going to be an unorganized episode anyway. Anybody want to get high? I'll be damned. Oh yeah. Um yeah, so this this conversation is like a conversation that's actually happening uh, more and more, right? And it's modern women who speak out against modern women. <laughs> I mean, that's the only way you can look at it. It's like modern women pointing out modern women behavior. 
I mean, how else can you look at it? But there's something I like to mention. The Western world and the Western civilization when it comes to women, they are the trendsetters when it comes to the East. That's why, like I said before, women in Asia, um, China to be specific, they already grasp the feminazi mindset from the West. <coughs> it's just over there, the men, in my opinion, the men over, you know, at the East going into China, they're more masculine. Their influences of men is masculinity. You understand? While here in this country, we'll say, see, I've heard, I've heard a bitch say, a feminazi say, the most masculine thing that she's seen was a drag queen. And see, that's like, that points out the fuckery of, of our civilization. Excuse me, I had to get some of this tea, man. But it's it's quite funny that the women today, and it's like, it's going to be more, this is going to be more of an awakening for women. Like, it's an awakening for men, but that's about self-development and understanding the nature of women. What women, they have to discover who they truly are. They're listening to their influences from mass media. So living the best life and um, high value men, this is all things that she's fed by the media. Without the media, these bitches wouldn't even be thinking about a high value man. I mean, that's really what it breaks down to. Like our, the dangers of influence. Remember I said that? Um, with weak-minded men, I said this earlier this week. With a weak-minded man, any woman can come into his life and turn something that he wants into something he needs. That's a weak-minded man. Weak-minded women, there's that's why there's no there's not even such thing as that. I've never heard those three words used after one another. Weak-minded women. You never hear about it. Why? Because with guys in our tradition as men, we have been pretty much looked at as lead, uh, uh, leaders, stern, but fair. The fair part becomes even more fair to a point where a man's emasculated, but we are always put in that position, in that role to be that dominant figure. Women know this, so women try to emulate guys. So they try to be rulers and they try to be bosses and they try to be leaders in industry, leaders of industry. And what happens is they become miserable because you've chosen the path to live like a man or Steve Harvey would say, think like a man. But in all actuality, you're a woman with woman parts. So the more, the more you hear about I guess the female or modern women's behavior patterns when it comes to dating, it's these women wanting the top guy. They want the finished product. They don't want, 
the man who's working on bettering himself. They want a guy who's already better than her. Similar to what, to what Patrice O'Neill said, because think about it. If, if you come into a relationship and you look up to the woman that you're with, you are the weak man. You are the weak link. If the woman comes into the relationship and she's just blown away by you and she's fascinated by you and she looks at you with droopy eyes and shit, then you kind of have that control. But you should be careful of how you, you know, go along with this control. But anyway, let's get back to the video. I'm no fucking PUA. Thing that they call toxic is the thing that women are attracted to in today's society. But now instead of recognizing these distinctions and giving young men in particular very healthy avenues of which to harness these traits, we are calling them toxic and saying we should raise boys and girls the same. Huh? And it's a disservice to the young people of this country. Well, <clears throat> she said it, not me. You know, that is, that is the funny thing about us I mean, I think about it a lot because for me growing up, it was difficult to, as a male, as a young male becoming a man, it was very difficult because I didn't have father figures or, or, or really male guardians. I talked about this briefly, like my... My stepfather at that time, he taught me the value of a dollar and like, you know, shit like that, which, which helped me today to this very day, actually. But I never really gotten like insight on, you know, what I should do around women and this and that. Most guys haven't. Even the dudes, even the dudes who have mothers and fathers who are still together, a lot of a lot of the fathers don't really teach men that particular part. And it's funny, it's like the conversations of the birds and the bees, like those conversations usually don't happen. So you got a lot of guys out here, you know, going around not knowing how to communicate or not knowing what to say to females. Now it's not really important today, especially with this conversation. I'm just using that as a reference because it's funny, like <clears throat> the toxic behaviors are usually from men from single mother households. There's there's no other way to look into the black community, right? The thugs, you know what I'm saying? The hood niggas, they're from single mother households. A majority, a strong majority, right? And even though they're from that single mother household, even though they lack the identity of their fathers, they are hyper-masculine, right? I like to use that term, hyper-masculine, where it's like they are sex symbols to women. These are, once again, products of single motherhood. And these would be the guys who would be considered toxic masculinity Except they're the ones who are actually hooking up with most of the women. Think about that. And we'll talk more about the feminine side of that later. But yeah, teach men to be men. 
It's that simple. Honey, when I tell you I wanted to shout when I seen this message, I cannot confirm the statistics, but I will let you know personally for me as a woman, I had poor choices in men when I was younger. I only chose to date the men that every woman wanted. Whether <laughs> Dude, like once you understand how women are with men, then you'll understand. Like there's there's and shout out shout out to AD, shout out to Austria D. Cause he pointed this out. And I never thought about it until just now. Like when you become fascinated to women, even if even if those women aren't really attracted to you, they still wanna be we they still wanna be with you because you represent status. If you are seen as attractive to two women, three women, four women, other women are going to notice that, and those women are also going to try to approach. That's what women do. Like it, it breaks down, and I don't, I won't go too hard. Like Austria D says, where women essentially break down the prostitutes, even though he makes a point, because when it comes to dating, relationships, and marriage. They will use them. They will use themselves as barter. They'll use their pussy as barter. They'll use their pussy in exchange of a lifestyle. They'll use their pussy in exchange of a bank account. They'll use their pussy in exchange of a life. Literally giving birth. Starting a family. Actually being productive in society. Maybe because he had swag, he looked cool, he dressed nice, he looked nice, he smelled nice, everything that was superficial. Not understanding that if all women want him, then I'm going to have some competition and there's a high possibility that I'm going to get cheated on. Now, when I spoke about my brother, who is not a cheater, when I was younger, I would have never dated a guy like him because I, I would have looked at him as lame or boring or too religious, too God. And see, this is why a lot of these women are wicked as fuck. These are wicked ass women. You see, she, she'll, like most women, she'll look at the aesthetics or she'll look at the materialism or she'll look at the name, they'll look at the clothing, the, the, the brand of clothing that the guy wears. And women as a whole, they're superficial. They're, they're beyond superficial. So much so that if a guy was to be that superficial, a bitch would just call him gay. Niggas know that. See, that's why that's why when women talk about, oh, I used to be, I, I wouldn't give the religious guy a chance. I wouldn't give the nice guy a chance. It's because they were not good enough for them. Some of you guys who've been rejected, you don't realize that, you don't realize how blessed you were to be rejected. You don't know how these bitches get down. You just see, in the same way that women see men, the only difference when it comes down to it, when a woman sees a man that she's invested in or, or she wants to be invested in, she will scan them. 
look at him up and down, right? Seeing what kind of clothes he has, right? She's going to get even deeper. See what kind of car he drives. See what he does for a living. See the people he hangs out with, right? That's why with me, I I live... And when people see me on YouTube, or when people see me on like uh, Facebook and shit, I live as if I'm a bum. Legit, I don't give a fuck. I live as if I'm a bum. Like, I may get some new co I may get some new clothes this weekend just because I haven't went clothes shopping in like almost a year. And when I say clothes shopping, I'm getting like three or four outfits. I'm not going clothes shopping for a t-shirt and a hoodie. The fuck I look like. I'll order shit online if I wanted to. But like I don't <clears throat> I don't understand. I do understand the materialism. But I really just don't understand the origin of it. Cause like women women who who look for like high value shit and they're broke, bitter bums, like I, I just I can't wrap my head around it. It's like you looking for a high value man. You looking for a man who drives a nice sports car. You looking for a man with a nice condo. You on Section Eight housing, <laughs> bitch on Section Eight housing, <clears throat> welfare, single mother with two fucking kids, and has nothing to offer a guy. <clears throat> Where does that? Where does that mindset come from? See, like with me, I didn't get obsessed with money until I really started working. Until I started working at a job that I was in, in this job especially, but even beforehand when I wasn't making as much money. I, when I started seeing the money coming in, or in certain places, they would ask me, hey, you want to work overtime? I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Boom, extra hours there, and I would get time and a half. And then there was one job that I was working, uh, graveyard. I was working uh, 12 to 8. A lot of times, the guy who's supposed to come in from 8 to 4, he doesn't show up. So they asked me, hey, you want to you wanna grab these hours too? I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I'm already getting more. I'm getting paid more because of the shift that I'm working. Then on top of that, I'm doing somebody else's shift. And I was doing that like almost three times a week. So once money started coming in, I got more invested in money. I'll put it to you that way. It wasn't like I materialized it and said, oh, well, this money can be a pair of sneakers. Or sometimes I would be like that. But most of the time, it's just like, yo, the money's coming in. I'm getting money comfortably. You know what I mean? And... That's how I kind of, I, I didn't like look at it as, all right, I want to turn this into a million dollars. Like I've never been that type of guy, but to have, to be able to, to make decent or good money is very important to a man. And I don't even think it's more of the money than the status. Like, I don't give a fuck what people say. A lot of guys, their costume outfits, they're doing things to appease women, to appease people. I'm doing things to appease myself. I'm doing things to better myself in the long run. And if that means, you know, spending two, three, five, ten years by myself or permanently, I don't I don't necessarily see that as a big deal. 
Now, when I first came across this shit, 28, 29, shit, I was down bad. I was down hella bad. Let's get back to it. Lee, not understanding that he just had integrity, self-control, and great character. But it really showed how poor my decision-making skills were when it came to dealing with men. Very large majority of women do this, yeah. right? Like the vast majority have to go through so much heartbreak and it can be easily avoided if they knew what to look for when dating, right? Mm -hmm. So obviously if you just go externally you're gonna it's gonna lead you astray right it's right. not gonna be and i guess that's where your path. where your parents come into play right yeah. if you have that unit to um kind of mirror right into you as an individual what have i been talking about <clears throat> what have i been talking about most of the time here when it comes to women and it comes to their behavior towards men, it has a lot to do with whether she had a father in the household or not. So I'll give you I'll give you some examples before we get back into this, because I say this a lot and I don't think if I'm talking to more of a 23 to 27 year old crowd, they may not understand what I mean by this. So. Men have, as I said earlier, men, we have been sort of, we have been um, assigned a role as into the family structure, even as an individual, as a man, you must take care of yourself, um, have ambition, have goals, have a focus, have a purpose. And that is like hardwired into most men, right? It doesn't necessarily it doesn't necessarily come together for a lot of guys like myself. Things didn't really work out for me until my late 20s, but it was a harsh reality because I was depressed. I mean, I was depressed. I was dealing with uh, loneliness. Um, I was just working, 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 making money, but really wasn't, I didn't like where I was at. <clears throat> metaphorically and physically. I didn't like where I was working. <clears throat> and um, I remember sort of, I, I kind of just stepped aside and just let whatever whatever problems or whatever that was out there, I, I just dealt with it. You know what I mean? It was a big, it was a major test for me as a man reaching his late 20s and not really having the things that I would like to have and being in a situation where it was like, I'm kind of stuck where I'm at and I can't, I can't really obtain the things that I want because of my situation. And with the red pill, I cast everything else sort of came into place. So the money situation was getting better. I noticed every year going forward, I was making more money at the end of the year, you know, this time, I wouldn't say this year, but definitely next year, you know, tax season is going to be crazy. <coughs> tax season is going to be crazy for me. But like I said, I, I can only give y'all a, a few examples of this type of situation where um, women, women can Women can benefit you as a man 
only if she has genuine interest in you. And even if she has genuine interest in you, there's other things that get brought in before you become a factor. What you do for a living, what car you drive, where do you live, your living situations, and your circle of friends. Now, this isn't in a particular order. This may happen throughout the relationship, right? But a woman, most women will always, either she'll, like today, women are just, women will just ghost a guy, right? So she'll stop hitting you up. Then you'll be the guy that hit her up 10, 15 times, and then she finally tells you to, to leave her alone, right? They'll rather do that because for them, it's like an adrenaline rush, and it's like, not 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 an adrenaline rush, and it's not really a dopamine hit either. It's a weird, it's like in between where she, she feels empowered <clears throat> by leaving you on red. And every time you message her, she gets more of empowerment from that. Because women have tried, women are still trying to be the masculine, um, independent, strong, educated women. And they've done it. <clears throat> they've been very successful at it. Kudos to them. But when it comes to marriage and relationships, eh, that's a different story. It's a little different. I was smoking on some good ass weed, dude. I had a. <laughs> this, like I said, this is a freestyle Friday, so this is more realism. This is like me, unfiltered, no true topic, just me going off top, right? <coughs> so I wake up. I check my I check my bank account. I have a I had a, a very hefty direct deposit transaction so i was very excited i got up got my money put gas in the car car payment but then i realized i don't got any fucking weed i have no weed i'm like nigga i can't no 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 <laughs> i said to myself no 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 so i'm looking around on my phone Hitting up certain individuals, like, yo, do you know anybody, etc.? Do you know anybody, etc.? Then something told me, well, let me go, because I have one guy that I used to deal with a lot. When I really started getting back on my feet three to five years ago, or really, I would say four years ago, when I really started getting back on my feet, I would see this guy like right over the bridge in PA and shit. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I'm going out of Trenton. Shout out to T-Town. I'm going out of the Capitol. And he's like right there. But I lost contact with him throughout like the past, I don't know, year, maybe less. <clears throat> I thought I lost his number. Meanwhile, the shit was saved in my fucking contacts the whole time. So I was very lucky. I got me a... a I don't even know how much I got. I, I spent like 200. I spent like 200. So I knew. And for how much I got, I already knew like, all right. And for what it smelled like and for how it looked. <clears throat> and just how it broke up. Beautiful, man. I'm really, I'm like, 
I'm like contemplating getting a, a card. Contemplating getting a card. Um, hopefully, if I can, that would be nice because there's a dispensary. There's a dispensary, like I said. I think I said this in one previous episode, if I shared it. Um, there's a dispensary, like, not even two-minute drive away from my house. And I was looking online. I was looking at their website. They had a lot of shit. A lot of goodies. This shit here I'm smoking. I already know. It's over it's over thirty. It's over thirty percent THC. I can just feel it. I can feel it within me. I feel like how Joe Rogan feels when he used to like he used to podcast. I think he's still well, I don't even know what the fuck Joe Rogan's doing now, but Joe Rogan, he was he was one of the first niggas that I knew, right? Who would have a podcast and like in, in the in the setting it looked like he was in a shed, bitch. Like the first I remember like the first I would say two seasons. I would consider him seasons because he had he had a studio, but then he had like a smaller studio and he had that shit looking like a fucking rave. And all that nigga would do is sit down and smoke. He would smoke repeatedly. And I would just say to myself, like, yo, I wouldn't even be able to hold myself together in an interview, like, smoking this much weed and knowing that niggas is on YouTube, knowing that niggas is on the interwebs, high as a fucking satellite. You know what I'm saying? Like, I never really thought about what I do. Like, like I talk about a lot of crazy shit when it comes to, like, females and shit and it's like most most women most women know so either they're mad at me because they'll say I put all women in a certain category when most of the time I do not or like with most people they'll go through one clip or they'll listen to the first five minutes and be like oh okay fuck this guy they'll they'll hear uh Wild Women Wednesdays or Women Are Weird Wednesdays, <clears throat> and they'll and they'll go, oh, all right, there's something wrong with this guy. Uh, they'll use shaming language. Oh, he must have been hurt. They'll use the same tactics, same bullshit, and it, they really just try to find people who don't understand what they mean. You get through uh, women ease. This shit is is easy. You know what I'm saying? I I tell guys the first thing. The first rule is, in a sense, outside of everything, right? Outside of the red pill, outside of MGTOW, and more, outside of the manosphere. When a woman is on a dating app and saying that she's only looking for friends, she is looking for fuck buddies. Now, if you have what it takes, then, hey, you're all in. If not, well... You know, better luck next time. <laughs> I forgot a video. I forgot we were doing, we were, we were going through a video. I apologize. Let's get back into this. When real women destroy woke women. And then look for, you know, a guy that's reasonable, 
not necessarily six packs, six feet, what have you, right? I think long term you'll be able um, to have a better life. Yeah, but what happens when you're young though? You want to be rebellious, and then you see that you're like exactly what she said. They're boring. Um, <laughs> I don't like. It's just it's not, not exciting. It's not what I'm looking for. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's not exciting. Whatever. And then when you're older and when you're more calmed down and you've tried, I guess, the different men, you're like, I don't like what's out here. Then you want to go. Yeah, right. And then you want to go back to the right guys. It's like no. That's the cock carousel, gentlemen. That's the cock carousel. See, women, this is this is why women are dangerous to themselves and to other men. I'm going to tell y'all something real deep. Once a woman loses genuine interest in sex, that's when you know she's far gone. Once a woman loses genuine interest in sex, that's how you know she's far gone. Because women, you see, women are the gatekeepers of sex. So if a woman's out there pretty much just giving it up, right? If a woman out here is chasing the bag via men, then these women have no care and consideration for sex whatsoever. They're actually better off. They're better off most of the time just being prostitutes. Because like, look, <clears throat> you know what? AD, Austria D is kind of right. Because women, attractive women, let me just put it to you like this. These certain attractive women are nothing more than prostitutes. Now, they don't they don't sell themselves overtly. Right? They don't necessarily they don't do it overtly, but they have a way of pretty much pretty much presenting themselves with a price. They are essentially presenting themselves with a price. No more than an object with a name tag and pretty much someone, a woman who sex, a woman who essentially sexualizes herself. So she almost whores herself out for money. Can we say OnlyFans? Well, like get it together while you're young. So my only tip for ladies is to be open-minded so you can choose somebody that you need and not who you want. One thing I don't do is double standards. And I don't like y'all ladies is out here doing. Y'all have Mother's Day, but not one father who raises his children on his own said, happy Mother's Day to me. I'm the mother and the father. You don't see that. But as soon as Father's Day roll around, all you single fucking mothers got all these goddamn memes and quotes and all kind of sh to bash the, the uh, deadbeat baby daddies. I brought this up before a long time ago. And shout out to this woman because I brought this I brought this topic up a while back on Facebook and it got it got a lot of it gotten a lot of responses that I almost expected.
<clears throat> you know, the women who talk about there's exceptions to the rule. And that's when you know you win an argument with a woman. When she just brings up the, not the impossible, but the improbable. <laughs> that's how you know you pretty much, you won. Okay. Because women, women will always be combative to men. Um, there's there's only a small percentage of women who are generally acceptant of a man in her presence that is that is not attractive that cannot benefit her right versus a guy who essentially like I said with me and my work environment I deal with 85% women there's no other way to look at it can't sugarcoat it can't BS Matter of fact, the only guys, the only guys that I know that are here, at least during the time when I show up, it's me, my coworker, another coworker who doesn't show up until he showed up like two hours ago at six, and a gym teacher who's a guy, and I think the vice principal's a guy. That's the only guys. Everybody else women. So like guys, we we've essentially been raised to tolerate female behavior. We have been raised to tolerate the female behaviors today of modern day women. Which is why a lot of guys choose to not really talk about this shit. A lot of guys won't really talk about this shit because they spending time late night trying to get in these bitches DMs. First of all, this day is for the fathers who are actively in their children's lives are trying to be in their children's lives. There's always a lot going on around Mother's Day. And then on the Father's Day, there's even campaigns to say, like, you know, if you were raised by a single mother, then also celebrate there. Right. Like that's, I guess. That's fine, but I guess with the with the men who are single fathers, right? They're not getting celebrated on Mother's Day, mm -hmm. right? And that's unfair. And I think it really pains me because I always do so much for my dad on like his birthday and on Father's Day, and I'm always planning ahead. Like yeah. I get excited for Father's Day because I'm like, oh. well, that's rare. I get to buy him a gift, and he can't tell me no. You're not the mother and the father. You're a single mother so if you're gonna bash a baby daddy on father's day you better start bashing these baby mamas on mother's day y'all want it to be equals remember oh but y'all only want it to be equals to certain <laughs> why is she cooking y'all like that why are these bitches cooking these women <laughs> this bitch is on fire hitting her with the how you doing? <laughs> bitch is on fire right now. Hitting her with the Hayugan. Something boom. Hmm. So I got a question. <laughs> Why is it she's, she's that like, some women <laughs> want a man to pay her bills, take care of her, wine and dine her, but when he asks her to cook, to clean, and to give him some sex? She says, you're not my husband. Or, I'm not your wife. Well, why is it one-sided? 
Why do we expect something from them? But when they expect something from us, we don't want to give it. Yep. <sighs> Yo, these, listen, man. See, I can't take this shit for what it is. I'm just taking the information. I don't know who these fucking people. I don't know who these people are. I just, I enjoy hearing these bitches uh, clap at these modern day women. They be out here clapping these modern day women, man. Tearing these bitches up. Guys only, see me, this is, this is, this is what I like to see. You know what I'm saying? I like to see equality in this sense. I want to see as much bitches disrespect these whores as I do. So therefore, when people hear me, it's not that big of a deal because I can just bring up a woman who's completely annihilating y'all bitches. I'll bring up a bitch who's completely annihilating these whores. These fucking whorehounds with nothing to offer. Make it make sense. Y'all hate us. They frustrated with us. We confused in this hick. One minute we say men ain't about nothing. Next minute we say we need a man. Next minute we say we ain't giving it up. Next minute we give it up to the man. Is this easy mode? That's why. <laughs> you live... See, this is the problem with most women, right? And I do mean most women. Most women younger and most women who are defeated, who are my age and older. If they're female, they're defeated. If they're not married, if they're not in a relationship, because regardless of what they'll tell you, they've had that thought and just were never, either she was on the cock carousel or, yeah, she was just on the cock carousel. Because she had all the opportunity to seek a husband. Some of these women were attractive enough. It's just they gotten older. And because more men are waking up, more men are aware. It's like, all right, it's like a it's like a gamble. It's a dice roll dealing with a bitch that's particularly your age when you're a man in your 30s. Now, this isn't to tell you to date 18 or 20-year-old, uh, yeah, 21-year-old bitches. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is you'll have to understand that if you're a man like me, single, no kids, and you may seek that, good luck. Good luck. Down the street. They don't hate us. They don't hate us. We hate them, though. We hate them, and at the same time, we want them. We want their validation. We want their relationship. We want their last name. We still want all that. We want their sex name. We still want all that. But we bash them so badly and still expect them to want us. Yeah, they don't They don't hate us. They don't hate us. Men, are, Black men are our first choice, and we're their first choice. <laughs> <laughs> no negative um and the light detector determined that that was a lie average black man wants a black woman so the whole narrative that a black man wants a you know non-black woman you know a white woman or what have you i mean that's completely false mm -hmm. and if that is the case uh, you know, a black man is just simply fed up with a 
aggressive, you know, need to handle me boss chick, right? Bingo. He just, I'm glad, I'm glad he explained it in its entirety. So that way it will be seen as number one, none of these men, most of these men are not self-haters for dating women outside of their race especially if it's a black man for for obvious reasons so <clears throat> if you're dealing with a guy who grew up in a single mother household he's not trying to deal with black women who sound talk and act the same on the phone like they fucking mothers that's a fact niggas know that's number one number two no appearance attitude attitude is everything Three, masculine energy, um, problematic at best, very confrontational, known to get down, known to scrap, known to fight, known to act up in public, known for twerking, um, um, the rodeo challenges. Fuck all that shit. If I'm going to, you know, work 80 hours a week and put food on the table and provide security and provisioning and things of that nature, there needs to be, um, you know, the side of the deal that I can benefit from as the man, right? And that is a submissive woman. And if I'm not getting that and I'm getting it somewhere else, I mean, ideally you want to go where you're celebrated. Our black men don't hate us. They frustrated with us. They tired of us. They tired of us. They tired of us saying that, oh, I want to have a hot girl summer with a boot. I think, and this is just me, I'm from, I'm, I guess I would be considered the outsider's perspective because I am a black man who who's dated white women, um, this bitch was kind of Hispanic, but she was really a white chick. But, um, and one black chick, I dated, I went out, well, I technically dated one black chick, okay? And that wasn't really a bad relationship to me. It just wasn't any, there was no, no connection. You know what I mean? It was kind of just a convenience. And I hate to say it like that, but that's kind of what it was. And, like, as an outsider, a person from the outside perspective, guys, black men, we, we've dealt with masculine father-type mothers. We've dealt with this shit before. So we know that when it comes to modern-day women, when it comes to black women, we're not dealing with that. That's a negative. And it's not to say, and see, this is where, this is where a lot of these women get shit confused. They'll think that I'm pedestalizing white bitches. I don't give a fuck about white bitches either, personally. I mean, like I said, I've been with enough of them to say that without being considered a racist. I got a lot of white friends, if that makes any sense. I'm, I'm black, so I can use that excuse. I got white friends, nigga. Fuck out of here. But I don't. I don't put any bitches on, I don't put any um, particular woman on pedestals. 
I've learned that through the trials and uh, trials and 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 tribulations of of, of fucking uh, simping and pedestalizing uh, modern day women. See, once I figured out, like, <clears throat> I think that's the thing too about. I'm still trying to figure out: is it the red pill, or or is it just the fact that I'm in my thirties where the looks of a woman, it's not that it doesn't matter. It's just most guys who are old enough, we understand the makeup. We understand the uh, extended hair accessories. We understand all that shit going forward. So we not, we not really, see me, like I said, I, I don't want... I don't want, I'm not with the uh, the weaves. And I, I wouldn't even call it weaves. I'm, I'm not with, nah, fuck it. I'm not with the weaves. And I'm not with the hair hats. A lot of, a lot of women are going to feel that. But hey, I'm a square, I'm a square ass nigga anyway. That's as far as what most bitches said about me. I was fine with that. And I said, cool, bitch. These bitches out here be looking crazy. And it's funny and like I always bring it up, other dudes bring it up. I'm, I'm sure Minister Jack brought it up. Tommy Sotomayor brought it up. I don't think Kevin Samuels ever bring this shit up. But the same women who say black men <clears throat> are self haters for dating white women are the women with the blonde weaves and the contact lenses. I'm gonna say that again just so y'all understand. The same black women who say that the black man dating outside of his race is a self-hater is the same woman, right? This is the, we're talking about the same black woman. She is the same woman, right? To have blonde, red, all these other type of weird fucking colors, just like these feminist bitches. They had the same feminist haircut. They they be doing it all. The the the, uh, the Cassie haircut where the bitch has half her head shaved. Like she'll have all that shit, and and blue and green contact lenses. We the self haters though. All right, cool. I get it. Cool. Whatever. You go to other places. You hear places like you hear about people in like Jamaica. You know what I mean? People in Jamaica, the women. They bleach their skin now, so so that's the new that's the new trend to uh, lighten your pigment to be more accepted. These are the same motherfuckers that say a nigga smashing a white chick is a self hater. Jesus Christ! Can't make this shit up. Can't make this up. Then if you point it out, if you if you are brave enough, right? If you are brave enough as a man to point this shit out, you are considered the toxic man. You must been hurt. Uh, what did she do to you? <laughs> and to speak to the young lady deciding to abstain from sex, 
Nine times out of ten, it was because she gave it up to a guy who she didn't need to be with in the first place that went about nothing. And she felt like, ooh, I'm going to give it up to him. And when I give it up to him, then he's going to want to know me. He's going to get to know my personality and he's going to like me so much. He's going to do right by me. And that it's one thing that used to piss me off when I was single. Women would run through 100 guys and then get to you and then they want to be celibate out of nowhere like uh-uh fuck that come on really yeah because they went through all because you're such an amazing guy uh-uh fuck that they come to you they're like oh, okay so i this one is good so i'm gonna i'm gonna be more like i guess careful ray 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 blew your back out <laughs> in a Chick Chick-fil-A uh, washroom. Oh my God. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then now I gotta like take you on three, four dates yeah. and uh-uh, fuck that. And drop all this money and all that. <laughs> like, we got time for that. <laughs> Women like projects. We like to form men and create men into what we want them to be. That's what, uh-uh, fuck that. See that? Y'all hear that? Black men, did you hear that? Melanated men, did you hear that? I don't like using this term because it's from Jesse Jackass Jackson, but African Americans have, did you hear that? See, black women, I think they get this trait from their mother or what other, maybe their grandmother had this sort of role where they try to just better, they try to better people or turn guys into their working progress or they try to mold them into the guys that they want them to be. But if that guy doesn't see that woman capable enough to participate, then what's the point? Like back off. Shut up. You know what I mean? I will date a man with potential. He doesn't see what I see in him. Like, I see something special in him. That man ain't bad now. That man ain't never want you. But you felt like I'm going to make him want me. He going to want me. Uh-uh. Fuck that. Later. Like, once he get to know me, he'll change for me. That's also why we'll stay in really bad relationships, too. Because we feel like we can grow in. But, yeah. They don't hate us. I swear people get on my nerves. I just seen a video of a girl saying that if a guy took her to a chain restaurant on the first date, she would ghost him. Why? And then I seen another girl say that if a guy doesn't make six figures or more, she wouldn't date him. Okay. I get it. We all. You know, like, <clears throat> y'all know how delusional these bitches are, right? Like, see, I never really understood it on social media until like 2008 and I think I think Facebook was uh 2007 if I'm not mistaken <clears throat> but I started to see a lot of women who would who would send me friend requests and these would be women that would be like two three towns away and I would hook up I didn't hook up with all of them and I wouldn't use the term luck because I don't use the term luck when it comes to these fucking skeezers. So just by happenstance. <laughs> is that a word? I've heard that somewhere. Hold up. 
I want to make sure <laughs> I want to make sure I didn't use that word incorrectly. Um. <laughs> the happenstance, coincidence, holy shit! Okay, happenstance. I'm about to use that for now on. Just just by fucking happenstance, a lot of these women would want to quote unquote hang out, and I would I would usually go. I would just go to their crib because a lot of the, I, I live by a train station and that train station goes throughout a good part of central Jersey going forward, going through towards Camden. So be Trenton to Camden, this, this big uh, train system. And then the Camden, the Camden is off the aquarium. And then that takes you across from that takes you into Philadelphia and uh, City Hall and all that shit. You know what I mean? But anyway, or the art gallery, excuse me, the gallery. But um yeah, uh just by happenstance I would hook up with these bitches and they would live four stops or say away from the train. And back in those days, you get a ticket, you buy a ticket and you that's good for 2 hours. But I would always, at that time, a ticket was only like a dollar, I think. I think it was only a dollar at that time. So that shit was convenient. And I was, you know, I would find out that a lot of the women, how they display themselves on social media compared to how they look in a lot of, t- in a lot of times when they're just chilling is con- entirely different. And I don't say that in a bad way. I say that the way that they look every day is better than the way that they portray themselves on social media. But what I'm saying is it's always a front with bitches. There's bitches who are bums that have nothing going on with themselves. But they're able to present themselves otherwise. I know bitches who are just homeless. Bitches who don't got shit. But they'll take a selfie on Facebook or they'll take a selfie on Instagram. And promote themselves as if they're not struggling. As if they're not fucking failures. There's, I get tired of, see, look, I get tired of um, this idea that the men are just essentially failures for not making a certain amount of money and women just go along not doing shit. Like, I get tired of men not pointing out female failures. The female failures. This is Female Failure Fridays. (laughs) Female Failure Fridays. Because think about it. She comes into the relationship expecting shit and not offering anything. That should be be the first sign right there that any, any idea of a relationship or any communication with this woman should be avoided at all costs. Communications should be avoided at all costs. And only the simps and the most horny, um, just sex-driven, sex addict, porn addict, beta men are going to pursue that. And that's going to be it for them. And see, it's funny, like guys, see me, I'm realistic. See, that alpha male shit, to me, I mean, that's a certain few that put themselves in that position. 
I notice most alpha males are people who consider themselves alpha males. They'll they'll drive their story by means of income. And I kind of look at it as sort of that Kevin Samuelish type of way where it's like, oh, I have a high bank account, so I'm doing this, doing that. And, you know, it's an alpha male mentality. And I'm like, all right, all right, cool. See, like me, I'm more realistic in the sense of <clears throat> the beta who's actually going to put in that effort for a fucking bitch in a relationship, he's the one that's going to get slaughtered at the end of the day. It's not going to happen earlier on. It's going to happen in his 30s where a woman will try to come back into your life. Similar to what I played earlier. A woman will try to come back into your life because she realized that she fucked up. Or she sees you succeeding in doing something. And they're more upset that they're not a part of it. And they're even more upset when it's just you. So they're not able to... They weren't, they're not able to uh, distract you in the same way maybe two to five years ago. You feel me? Because you've reached that point where it's just about the purpose now. You know what I mean? You seek everything else on the outside. All these fucking useless bitches, for the most part, they're, they're I mean, maybe I'm just bitter. I don't fucking care. I I just look at it as a woman, see, like today, even the term woman, it resonates with a woman <laughs> the wrong way. Female, a woman gets upset when you say that. I use female with two E's. <clears throat> I use female with two E's. I'll let y'all figure that out. And the thing is, when you use, like with women today, they're so combative because they have been taught lie after lie. And they don't wake up until it's too late. And it's, and it's like their fault. And... They're the product of their influence. They're the product of their influence. Okay? And what do I mean by that? I have something saved. Something that I mentioned previously. If I can find it. Probably can't. I'm only seeing, what, three C's, most women. Fuck it, we're going to be on here for another hour anyway, so I just want to find this. Oh, well, either way, I found this quote. Remember this. I didn't make this quote, so I don't want people to say I did. I found it from this woman. I forgot her name. Forgot to put the name of the quote, but it's not for me. Women will talk about constantly being sexualized, but partake in all the challenges that sexualizes them for profit. Women will talk about constantly being sexualized, but partake in all of the challenges that sexualizes them for profit. Now, I, I brought this up in a different way. And the reason why I brought it up in a different way is because a lot of people look at this shit one-sided. 
where it's like a man can only sexualize a woman, right? But that's such a lie because women will constantly belittle a man over certain things off rip. Oh, if you if you're not six inches or more, and if you look at the percentages of how many people who are actually six inches or more when it comes to men, well, only to men, obviously, you'll be you'll you'll be very surprised. It's the same idea as the high value man for women. These are fat bitches that want six inches or more. These are these are out of shape women. These these women are out of out of sanity. These bitches have lost their fucking minds when it comes to selecting a valuable man, right? Not a high value, just a valuable. She can't even get that. That's why these women are so miserable in their 30s. And then these women try to linger back to the old men who they've, who they've sort of set set aside in the past. And these niggas got their own shit going on. These niggas is moving around. They're making moves now. You know, they have careers to focus on. They have jobs, high-income jobs to focus on. Instead of focusing on a woman, that's going to be a representation of a burden. A fucking burden. A burden at best. We have our standards. We all have what we want. But aren't these the same girls that complain about there's no good men out there? Or complain about being cheated on? Or guys ain't shit? No. The guys you choose ain't shit. Because you're basing your love, your heart, off of monetary stature. That's the problem. My heart can't be bought. My coochie can't be bought. But a lot of girls these days, <laughs> they got a price tag on them. What, what did I say earlier? And I didn't even listen to this video. What did I say earlier? Women aren't, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say this about all women, but I would say a good portion of attractive women, if not most attractive women, will, she will subconsciously put a price tag on her. And a man who has enough value can enjoy her company, right? Didn't I say that earlier? She said it straight up. One thing I really liked about this video specifically is that these women were more so vouching for the men and saying like the difficult things that men have to go through and actually just, you know, voice, be a, a good voice for the men as opposed to bashing and saying men are toxic, all this. I'm gonna leave it at that. We don't need a recap. I'm gonna leave it at that. Beast Mode Smooth Reacts, check them out, subscribe. They're a black couple who go through these type of videos from their perspective. I think they have very good content. They go through a lot of good videos, a lot of videos that I like to go through, which is why I'm going through it through them. And I'm telling you guys to subscribe because that would benefit them. That would be really cool. You know, I would just be a gateway into other people's content that aren't necessarily heard as much or you know beast mode those they're 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 up there but i'm, I'm trying to incorporate other people austria d i'm gonna try to get i'm gonna try to get more insight on a lot of his content and if i have to throughout the weekend 
Uh, when I get home, I'm going to have to get some clips anyway from for tomorrow's episode. I'll just go through and make sure I get um, a good amount of things recorded. I can just record it as a sound clip, which will be a lot better anyway. I think I, I'm, I'm thinking about doing that more anyway. I'm, I'm going to get the same uh, videos and the same sort of, you know, compilations. But I'm going to have them as... I'm going to have them on my soundboard on my phone. Because, you know, on my soundboard... I have a lot of the music that I've made um, just throughout the past three years. And um, I remember, I actually, because I had a lot more music, I just, throughout the years, I've had laptops, um, the fucking hard disk drive fried, so, like crazy shit happens when I have like my laptop and shit. It's always some bullshit. But, um... I've always lost music, music I've made. I've lost like 50, it, it would probably break down to like 50 to 75 uh, beats that I've lost. On like an estimate on, on each, I would have a total probably of three laptops with a total of that. So you're looking at like 150, you're looking at 150 to about 300 beats. That are just lost. It's very depressing when I think about that. My bad. I didn't mean to bring all that up. Anyway, like I said, I'm high as a kite, dude. I'm I'm fucking stone. This isn't that rare. But like, I'm not gonna lie, I was smoking some like survival weed like the past two days. It was like it wasn't good. But I found a dude that was like, yo, you know, he was able to help me out until I was able to get situated with my uh, finances and whatnot. So I kind of dealt with him. So the past two days, I was kind of, I was I was just blowing down on some garbage. Tonight, I don't know what the fuck I had. I got to hit this guy up and see what he had. Because, uh, pretty good shit. Um... Yeah, Beast Mode Smooth reacts. Make sure y'all check them out. Um, I'm, I'm trying to, like I said, incorporate a lot more different content creators that I have just on YouTube. People who I've been um, subscribed to from the beginning. I haven't subscribed to too many people. But time like time and time again, I'll, I'll go on to YouTube and go on like subscriptions and see what new content a lot of people I subscribe to came out with, especially when it's like, when it comes to the Red Pill or Manosphere, MGTOW related. I've mentioned and gave a shout out, not only here, but on YouTube in general to um, Hammerhand. He's been uh, really bringing together a lot of his older shit. And he's compiling it until like an hour hour and a half to in some cases three hour long close to three hour long um series if you will you know what i mean and i've been listening to that throughout work uh this past week he's dropped the juggernaut series and the uh the ghost nation series and it's like like i said two hours and like 55 minutes each damn near and i just listened to both at the job 
But um, like I said, a lot more different content creators. Like I said, I really want to focus on a lot of the dudes who's 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 coming up and who I believe that should have more, um, you know, more of a presence. You know what I mean? I think I think the thing is with a lot of dudes. Cause see, I I came to this understanding too. Like a lot of guys, you'll see the guys who are on there. You know, selling shit. And, like, I never have a problem with that personally. It's just when your shit is primarily off of, you know, you mentioning a particular, um, you're selling, like, seminars and type of shit like that. That's where it kind of gets, you know, weird for me. For me, it's always about the information, really. That's why, like I said, for me, I don't really give a fuck who's presenting the information if it's uh, if it's put together well if there's a lot of meaning to it if it's if it's thought provocative then I'll probably listen to it and then nine times out of ten if all those things are incorporated correctly to my liking because everybody's different then I I usually follow subscribe and I I, I listen to these people a lot I noticed um, Shout out to Better Bachelor, another good content creator on YouTube, Better Bachelor. You know, he's been dropping like every he's like it's it's weird because like certain guys who certain guys who I have notifications set on, they don't display. But other guys, I'll constantly get notifications. So like Better Bachelor, he's been dropping like from what I believe, like at least over six six videos this past week i just haven't gotten to them so i'll probably listen to those next week and i'll probably bring up a lot of videos with him next week as well i have to matter of fact let's see yeah i'll put these names down i'll put these names down now So, when the time comes, I might do that tomorrow. Better Bachelor usually has a lot of good shit. Good content creator. For a lot of, and see, like, it's it's always interesting for me because there's certain guys who you know are representing whatever lifestyle people would want to claim they represent. It's just they don't mention it. And I think that's, like, the smart way to do it, right? So for me, like, New Age traditionalism is sort of like that attempt to where I don't necessarily have to incorporate the red pill in the title to be red pill. You understand? Like, a lot of guys, like, I'm not really... It's not like a territorial thing for me. For a lot of guys, it's a territorial thing. And I think that's just how men are, in a sense. You know, growing up, you know, as kids, it's like you're in groups. You know, And depending on how that group is structured or where that group is necessarily going when it comes into thought, it can become criminal or it can just become a bond between a group of guys, you know what I mean? But it's always sort of territorial. There's always like, well, 
we're this group and they're that group, right? Or we're like this and they're not like us. When in a lot of ways, there's similarities all around. And I think a lot of people, they get too tied up in the fucking, the bullshit. You know, the bickering, the back and forth. And most of the time, like, especially like social media itself, that that only heightens it. Or not just social media, like I said, YouTube and like certain content creators, conversations with certain content creators. Like I said, Kevin Samuels is a prime example, right? Now, Kevin Samuels, who made this up? I think I think it was uh, CGA. Shout out to Coach Greg Adams. He said this. We're like, <laughs> you got two godfathers, right? You got one godfather who says, well, you got one godfather who's considered the godfather of the manosphere, which is Kevin Samuels. And then you got the other godfather who self-proclaimed, I've heard him say this, but but I've also heard him say it in a joking fashion. But I do believe that these two could be egomaniacs and they can possibly believe that they're godfathers. That's all I'm saying. And I'm not disrespecting either one. I'm just saying it's a possibility that these niggas actually believe that they are the godfathers. And there should be like a battle. Not like a not a physical battle, but just like a debate. And I would love to host it. That would just be like my dream position. I would get all the clout. Cause then I would just at the end, I would just turn heel on them. Like I'll be on both sides at first. You know what I mean? I would interview both of them and then sort of create create a sort of toxic environment to where these niggas end up screaming at one another. But I build it up. You know what I'm saying? Like I sort of I've intensified the the conversation or the topic per se. You know what I mean? And at the end, I just turn heel. You know what I mean? I turn on both of them and I point out their hypocrisies and then I end the stream. You know what I mean? That's if I was able to direct and create that narrative. That's how I would do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> but now nah, I'm saying it's just funny where we're at in this particular space as men. Of course, there's a lot of us living our personal lives, doing our own thing. Like I said, I'm at this fucking job. For another hour and 15 minutes? No, hour and 25 minutes. Jesus. Might be on here long. I don't know, man. What time are we dealing with? It's only an hour and 22 minutes. Yeah, most likely. We'll be on here for a good time period. We actually have another video to go over. I don't know which one I want to go over first. I think this one is a good one. So, what happens on <laughs> yep, PSA in a while. And um, some things have been sitting pretty heavy. On my heart. Yeah. Let's read this, okay? Don't come into my life if you don't intend to stay. You know, ladies will try and pull this little, this quick little lie here, um, where, gentlemen, girls are the ones that move into your life, not vice versa. Okay? Whenever a girl says, don't come into my life, she is the one who is choosing the men. We as men, we're not the choosers in the dating market. Okay? We're really not. Um, girls are the ones that choose their partners. This also brings up a, a weird a weird dynamic that I thought about, right? 
And he's correct. Shout out to Taylor the Fiend, right? This is Taylor the Fiend. He he points out the fact that women, they're the ones that pursue men. But it's what they pursue men for. And even if they quote unquote pursue men, they still expect those men to approach her. It's like, it's like she's not actively pursuing men. She's like on hibernate mode. But she'll have the mindset to where, oh, I'm looking for this particular guy. So she'll shut down guy after guy. And then the moment where she gets shut down, all of a sudden it's boo-hooing and crying like a bitch. Okay, so when she says, don't come into my life if you don't intend to stay, she's choosing men who aren't staying. It isn't vice versa. Right, that's just a, it's a straight up lie, right? And I felt compelled to share it here because I'm sure there's other women that feel exactly the same way that I do. Yeah, no kidding. There's other women. There's, there's lots of other women who feel exactly the same way, right? They're, they're upset. You know, where are the traditional men? Where are the men who want to take care of them? Them niggas ain't participating with y'all funky bitches. Us. Where are the guys who will come over and, and fix our cabinets and hang stuff on the walls and, and do all these miscellaneous jobs around the house? Where is the guy who is going to come along and save me? Okay. Uh-uh. Fuck that. Hey, he, first of all, there is always a guy that would be willing to come along and save a single mother. Always. All right? But these women, they're still chasing Chad. They're still chasing the guy, thinking that they can lock down, you know, a guy who's over six foot, earning six figures and stuff like that. And what's, what they're doing is they're, they're shopping with money they don't have. These girls have overestimated their, their market value, for lack of a better word, okay? They are not necessarily worth um, those guys who, who have lots of things going in their life. <laughs> and again, I don't say that to, to be mean, mean to the person. I don't say that to be rude to the person. But you've got to understand that a lot of these girls, the men that they want, are out of their price range. Okay, men and women do not like the same thing. You know, you get these girls out here who think that, oh, I'm strong and independent. I've got a job. You know, I take care of my own stuff. That those are the qualifications needed to get a good man. Uh, you know, or the guy. Shut up! That she wants. Those are, guys, do, men do not care about these things, man. Insofar as attraction, like, uh, men don't care about the same things that you do. And, and let's just read this, right? Our hearts are not uh, are not toys to be played with. <laughs> you know, you, you might have sympathy the first time, okay? But when you see this for the seventh time of, you know, uh, if you're on a dating app, guys, right? Wherever your country, so you know, you got the classic Tinder, Bumble, and then there's probably some others depending on where you live in the world. You will always come across these women who have in their bios, oh, I'm not looking for anything. Uh, look, I'm looking for something serious. I'm not looking for games. I'm not looking for, you know, I'm not looking for little boys. I'm looking for men. I don't want to be played with anymore. Uh, I've gone through all these bad, you know, they'll, they'll write that kind of stuff in the bio. And all that tells me is that those are the men that they're selecting. If your past seven relationships have been guys who have red flags and, you know, who break your heart and stuff like that, maybe you're attracted to men who have red flags and who will break your heart. Okay. It is extremely difficult for any woman 
particularly a mom coming out of a marriage. It is, it is not difficult for women. Like, I, I'm, I'm sorry, but it's just not. Um, you know, you can sit here and you can say, okay, it's, it's difficult for ladies on the dating market because X, Y, Z. Um, and this is not a pity party, what I'm about to say here, gentlemen, but men have it 10 times harder. W women have the dating market super easy. They just have to make the correct choices. They're just, just. <laughs> you know, I just thought about that, you know, and that's a good question. Like, when it comes to, like, the dating market, is it really difficult for women? It's difficult to a woman's choosing. It's difficult, possibly, to a woman's expectations. I don't necessarily think it's difficult for women. I do believe it is extremely difficult for men. I mean, the 80-20 rule? Think about it. What 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 do you think most of the eighty percent are doing within the dating scene? They're simply not participating because a lot of them feel that they're not capable of finding bitches because most bitches are are simply out there. Their their struggles, they're like think about it like this: a bitch's struggles in dating is through her expectations and through what she wants to see. And what she wants to value from a man. It's never nothing like where a bitch can't find anybody. Even a fat bitch will tell you she she expects a guy with this much, that much. A fat bitch. A, a bitch with essentially nothing to offer physically. You got to be on top because if she on you, it's, it's, it's a done deal. Like a fucking, like fucking a cannonball. These fucking cannonball-shaped bitches. Fuck out of here. These fucking art, these arcade-shaped bitches. Arcade machine-shaped bitches. Fuck out of here. They'll they'll come in, and they're the representation of the 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 bad end of the dating market. See, guys, guys know most guys know today that the dating, the dating apps is aimed towards the women right the dating apps are aimed towards the females so these females have a free range and most average women have a pre-selection when it comes to those interactions on online dating the average man does not so it always it always confuses me when a woman talks about how the dating market's hard where she had pre-selection, she's had men approach her, she's had men DM'd her, and she can just pick and choose and say that all of those men aren't presentable and she's looking for the quote-unquote right one. See, women have the soulmate theory down pack, and I think men have more of the Disney dynamic where a man, a man is more of the romantic than a woman. I've said this before, and I backed it up. And I'm gonna back it up now. What's happening in the next in the next couple of days? What is today? The 11th, the 14th. Excuse me. I think Valentine's Day is the 14th. Could be wrong. You're gonna see more men buying gifts, roses, flowers, 
chocolates, teddy bears, stuffed animals, all this shit, jewelry, bracelets, rings, every kiss begins with K. Every every kiss begins with 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 kiss my fucking ass. Fuck out of here. All these all these um all these things will be purchased and given to the significant other on Valentine's Day by a majority of men. See, women aren't the romantic type. Women are more of the passionate type. A man is more of the romantic. So a man has kind of been taught even through our previous our previous models of the Casanovas and this Romeo uh, characteristic of always having the woman's interest in mind. Not necessarily putting that woman's interest as top priority, but always keeping that in mind with what he has going on. Men have more, men more or less have been conditioned and put into circumstances and situations where we are ultimately the romantics. A lot of the simps, they are what is called the hopeless romantics. There is a difference. There, I, see, guys, the, the fucked up thing about it is you can't really be romantic with a lot of these women today. And there's a lot of reasons why. Like, Women today are, are hypersexual and their energy and their frequency is so low because they have really no growth. So what you what you see is what you get for a lot of these women, and they'll use terms as "take me how I, uh, take me as I am," "I'm beautiful the way that I am," etc. Guys can't have that way of thinking because by doing that, we sell ourselves short. So guys can't sell themselves. See, guys can't sell themselves short and expect more. Women, on the other hand, they've they've chosen to sell themselves, right? And by them selling themselves short, they can expect and still have the high expectations on these dating apps. So bringing it all the way back, when you go on to dating apps as a guy and you're an average guy, you're you're pretty much in for a long bout versus a guy who's above average. You're still going to have that problem, but you're going to get a little bit more advantages. It's Darwinism at its finest. One correct choice. That's all they have to make. Okay, but you've got these girls out here making 20 bad decisions in a row and then proceeding to blame it on men. Women are the ones with the choice in the dating market. Men don't really have choice. Unless you're, you know, you're a top-tier guy, you're not going to have girls choosing you because make no mistake, that's what hap that's what's happening. The girls are choosing, right? And uh, on that thing right there where she said, you know, I just came out of a marriage. Again, we don't know her circumstance, but if she left the marriage... Okay, then it's all on her. If, 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 you know, if this girl chose to leave the marriage, every, it's all on her. The single motherhood, the pain that she's going through, you know, oftentimes these ladies can, they can choose a stable man, but they will throw him to the curb because, oh, they drifted apart. In other words, she's not attracted to him. She probably was never attracted to him. These, you know, sometimes, right, what these girls will do is they'll marry a guy. They know full well that they're not attracted to the guy. They, they know full well that they have no interest in the guy, and yet they'll do the vows, I love you, they'll get married to the man, they'll they'll have their kids because, you know, like they were running out of time. So what they did was they went, okay, I need a man. So they marry the first man who kind of can commit to them that's half decent, right, that she's like a third attracted to, she'll try and marry a guy like that. 
but she's not actually really attracted to the guy. She just, you know, got to get the family out, got to get the marriage out of the way. And then once those things are done, okay, well, you know, we drifted apart and it's time for the fun. Let's now, there's a couple of stories that I brought up throughout this week that's connected to this. One that comes in mind is the 17 relationship bitch. And she fucked, it was some Middle Eastern chick, but she was attractive. And she was in a relationship with a guy for like 17 years. Oscar, I think his fucking name was. And she decided to just go out there and commit herself to another guy while in that relationship. Essentially having an open relationship. Without telling the guy, and this happened for about three years until things actually caught up for her. And it was funny because during that time, she was still putting herself in that victimhood mindset, like as if she was forced to make this decision. Meanwhile, she's telling the story, pretty much saying that when she dealt with the guy and the dude found out about it, she told the guy, regardless of what goes on, she's still going to pursue the relationship with the other dude. And it's like this, this is how... This is how a lot of our interactions with women become what they are. And this is why a lot of dudes sort of become cold hearted and we don't approach, we don't deal with a lot of these women today. It's because whatever level of commitment you put into a woman, you have to understand that she can have half of what you have. She can come in with very little. um, And see, that's the thing, like, Intimacy, I think intimacy and passion is what women are essentially about. They're not about being romantic. They're more intense in a sexual, attractive nature. As for guys, like for me, when I think about a woman, the first thing I'm thinking about is her is her breast. I'm a breast man. You know what I mean? Through and through. And everything else goes along with it, right? But I don't look at it. See, and, and that's the thing with certain women. They'll say, well, you just objectify women. I say, so the fuck what? Y'all, what do y'all do when y'all wear these tight ass shirts? Tight ass jeans. What are y'all doing then? And then guys, God forbid today, heterosexual men at that, looking at these women who got these tight ass pants on, ass out titties out it's like it's it's interesting see women's women's attraction like i've said before attraction to a woman and attraction to a man is different these women forget that but in the process of doing this they'll get educated they'll have careers she'll have all these social accolades that would essentially be above acceptable for a man but she has it so because she has it she's going into a relationship as if she's running the relationship in the same way that she runs her career and her lifestyle and that doesn't work out with most men it can be a modern day man it can be a high value man if a woman is saying that she's willing to put her career first then she's going to continue to be in a relationship she's going to continue to be in a relationship status that she's in and that's usually single
That's usually singing. Let's get back into this. Keep going. To open up her heart to somebody else. <laughs> and I have now twice allowed myself to become vulnerable and been completely crushed by it. Translation. I got close to getting Chad to commit twice, but I couldn't get him to do it. That's what, that's what the translation is here. You know, you haven't noticed how men don't use language like this, really? Like, we don't use, hey, guys, um, you know, uh, I was in a situation twice where I let myself become vulnerable. Like, no. The translation there is she she almost got a guy that she was attracted to to commit to her, but uh, he wasn't quite interested, So and, and now she's heartbroken at that. Okay, and let's just read the text that she has going, because this tells a more interesting story and what she's actually saying. So if we go, if we go back here, if you want to play games, get yourself a dog to play with, right? So she's actively choosing the men who play games. Okay. And uh, let's go to the next one. And men wonder why women won't commit, have walls and trust issues. Gentlemen, let me tell you this, you know, back when I, back when I was younger, I, I would hear girls say this, right? Like I would hear the girls say this to other guys and they would say, Oh, I've got, you know, I've just got my walls up and, and, you know, you're slowly breaking them down. Like I, I, I've heard that phrase in my life, man. That just, oh my goodness, that hurts to hear, right? Because guys look at that and think, oh, okay, well, she's got walls up and she's got trust issues. What that means is I need to show her how much I care and show her that she can trust me. Guys, <clears throat> gentlemen, when... 23 to 27 year old men, right? When you come across, when you come across women who have that attitude to where they, it's hard for them to trust men and do this and that. A lot of these women are essentially, that's like the ultimate, if you think about it, it's the ultimate shit test. It's the ultimate shit test because what she's pretty much saying is she wants to see what you're willing to do for her, for her to have this so-called trust in you. See, a woman can't really gain my trust, especially if she's trying to gain my trust. It has to be something where I can sit around. And, this is how I look at it. Just like how Patrice O'Neill said it, but I'm going to say it in a more creative fashion. Like, I want to sit around and do nothing with a bitch without a bitch complaining like let me just sit around how about we just sit around and do nothing maybe we can have our clothes off maybe we can be fully clothed maybe we can watch television or maybe you can do whatever the fuck you want to do and i can just turn on the fucking xbox either way i'm satisfied bitch see see that's the thing that's the thing that most women haven't figured out see she'll a lot of these women will look at guys who are in, who's, who's been single for over five years and think that a lot of these guys are miserable. And and for for most of that, most of the percentage would, would, would say that that's false. Most guys strive more um, when they don't have as much distractions that comes with uh, modern women. That's just the reality. And these old, bitter, broken bitches, a lot of these bitches are just representations of 
just women who've rode the cock carousel long enough to where she still wasn't able to hold anything down. And see, some of it, it's not sad. I don't see it as sad because it's really like for them a last ditch effort to just be acceptable in society. Meaning, I brought this up before. A lot of other content creators brought this up. But like women don't want to be wives. They want the wedding. They want the weddings of wives, but they don't want the responsibility of wives. They want the rings of wives, but they don't want the responsibility and roles of wives. And so, like, when you think about it like that, and then you think about the divorce rates after that, and then you think about the women who complain that they're not married and they're not in relationships, it's almost comical. So, like, that's why I put the laughing track on. I push the laugh button because these bitches, like, I don't have I don't have much sympathy for a lot of these women. And I'm going to tell you why. Men suffer like the amount the amount of of suffering that men do when when it not even when it comes to women but women alone the amount of suffering a guy a guy who like i said earlier we are like the romantic type like i'll tell you a story right like i remember being in middle school and there was this chick that i always had a crush on right and you know, we would we would hang out because we would always have certain classes together and shit. And it was this she she was white, but she wasn't white. She was like Middle Eastern, but she had more of a like a whiter tone. But it was the last day of school. Um it was the last day of school, eighth grade, and I had a couple of friends. That was coming over to the house because I had some video game at the time that I forgot what fucking game it was. But for some reason, people wanted to come over and and watch me play it. I, I let certain people play it, but I'm very I was very picky back in the day. I was a piece of shit because there was only a couple of game systems that I remember having. And it was the N64, but that was back in like 2000. And then I believe it was like the PlayStation 2 in eighth grade it was some game i forgot what it was but i had two friends come over and this this chick she came over right and i remember during that time she would she would she would give me uh like letters and shit and the letters would just say weird shit and i just remember now looking back just how catty and stupid women are like she would say things like uh, we could, we could be together if only such and such, or it wasn't like a demand. It was some like poetic dumb shit. And I just remember saying to myself, like, I'm confused, like by this whole, it was like cryptic. I was like, it's like witchcraft or some shit. Like, but I remember She, it was a big deal. All my, my friends were like, oh, man, you got this chick coming over. I'm like, yeah, even if I wanted to do something, y'all niggas is here. So I wouldn't be able to do anything. So I just kind of looked at it as fuck it because I guess my friends had came up to me at, 
during lunch or some shit and had mentioned it. And she was like, oh, yeah, well, I want to come, too. And so I was like, all right, whatever. And then everybody looked at me. My boys were looking at me funny. I was like, what? And it was telling me, like, yo, man, she's trying to come over. I'm like, yeah, I know, nigga. I just heard it. See, like, I wasn't naive. I just didn't look at, I looked at things. You got to look at it like I was in the eighth grade, dude. Like, it wasn't that I wasn't looking at women. It was just I didn't look at women in, in that sense. Like, when you're in, like, when you get into high school, you kind of, as a man, you have everything pretty much figured out when it comes to attraction of women, et cetera. And, like, middle school, it, it was, like, more of, like, me being a class clown. And then when I went to high school, I didn't go to high school in my area. But I remember, like, during that time, like, all of the letters and shit. And, man, like I said before, the romantic type of guys are the ones who are going to get the worst end. These are the guys who are relentlessly on dating apps. It's funny. Like, I always look at certain, like, PUAs and these sort of coaches as, like, frauds because they're not necessarily telling you to better yourself in the process of going on these dating apps. They're just giving you, like, little little game. Oh, yeah, this is how you, this is how you approach a woman online. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Like... But they're able to make so much out of that because there's so much desperation of men. See, like, that's where it gets to, like, there's an evil within everything, right? There's an evil, the yin and the yang, essentially. That that good and evil are that dark and light within everything. And sometimes the darkness, sometimes the level of darkness can make the light much brighter when the time comes. You know what I'm saying? Other times you deal with a lot of these destructive bitches and it's really just about them. It's them and their fuck ups, but they're not going to say they fucked up. It's the guy's fault. And it's just the same old bullshit. So like with guys with me, my newfound way of living is without women. It's without a lot of random people either. It's it's just solitude. Like I said, it's solitude. It's staying to myself most of the time. Getting the chance to podcast. Like I said, this weekend, I won't say this weekend, I'll say the next day is pretty much going to be uh, jam-packed. I'm going to pretty much be in this exact parking spot come tomorrow. I should probably get some coffee on the way over here when I do come here since I'm going to be here. 8.45, punch in 8.45, get this uh, get this five hours of extra pay. And I think within the five hours, dude, we're, we're going to at least, we're going to, we're going to, I'm going to try, let's see, 8.45. Nine thirty, ten. I would say ten between ten and twelve. That's gonna be my uh, idea. Uh, ten a.m. recording, same spot that I'm at. Is that twenty four hours from now or twelve hours? I would say twelve hours from now. Twelve hours and forty minutes from now. That's where I'm gonna be doing. We're gonna be going over a lot of shit. It's gonna be more of a structured episode, but this episode, I believe still holds the same weight. 
But what I was trying to make with that story earlier was it was it was a weird moment because it was the first time a woman not even really thinking about it until just now. It was the first time a woman genuinely showed interest in me to where a woman was was willing to write a page and a half letter saying all this shit that at the time I didn't care, didn't understand it. So as I gotten older, I've essentially became that woman, not in the sense of, you know, masculinity or anything, but in that sense of romance. So as I gotten older, my that romance that that woman had for me, I've had for other women. And I've had those women had the same reactions that I've had where it wasn't that they dismissed it. It was just it was just too much to take in. So, like. As I got into the age and the point that I'm at today, it's like where women. Where women fuck up is the thing that I brought up earlier with attraction, they think that. The attraction that a man has for them is the same with them towards towards men, where Let's say a woman, like I've talked about this before with attraction, like with a man to a woman, it's primarily looks, right? Anything that that woman does with her career and education, that's not bonus points. A lot of times with guys, that's not even brought to the fucking, that's not even brought to the fucking table of thought, really. With women, it's the complete opposite of a man, obviously. So those women are going to look at his education or his career, possibly, or even if he has a job, he has to reach a certain amount of money to be seen as long term. So with attraction from a woman's perspective, it is actually looked at as a woman measuring up a man through his financial gain. And through, in a lot of cases, his social status. So a lot of women will be more invasive towards those guys by seeing who's in his circle, how many women has he been with, is he currently seeing a woman, etc. See, women have that capability because of social media. I tell guys, if if you use the same sort of tactics that women use, and I don't mean this like verbal tactics or anything. I mean, if you see or if you look into more of the women's social media, you will see who they generally are, who they're around, the people that like their post, how many guys, um, how many guys is commenting in her, uh, in the comment section, how much, essentially how much hits of dopamine a woman is getting. I was talking about social media and uh, dopamine throughout this whole week as well. And it's good that I brought it back around because I want to make some points as well on that. Um, we're just at two hours, so we may go until 10 o'clock tonight just because, you know what I mean? Freestyle Friday shit. See, the dopamine... I believe it's still it's the same with guys, but it's it's completely different because a guy is less likely to get those hits of dopamine where a guy poses a picture of him in a nice outfit, right? With a drink in his hand. And ten women may like that may like that picture. That guy 
may only get an average of five likes on a picture. So that extra five likes becomes a hit of dopamine. And it's more effective towards the man because it's something he lessly, it's less, it's less, less than likely that he obtains this form of dopamine, right? The women, on the other hand, will get that form of dopamine from other women. She'll get that, she'll get that form of dopamine, uh, dopamine from men. So it's a two-way streak for a woman where if she gets all of the attention from women, that's cool. But if she gets a lot of attention from men, that's even better. So with social media, dopamine is almost a representation of clout. So a woman that gets constant hits of dopamine is getting constant attention, clout. And through these, through the clout that a lot of these women have, they will judge others upon what she currently has. And that's almost identical to the masculine nature. That's something that men mostly do. Meaning if we have good jobs or if we have good money or if we have nice cars or if we have good money, then we might want to buy the nice cars just to show as a symbol essentially to the money that we have. You understand? A guy, this is why back in the days I figured it out. Like guys who 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 smashed women on just behalf of having cars, he had like a teleport he had a teleportation device. It's the best way to look at it. Where this man has machinery that he can get into and drive different places. Right? He doesn't have to walk, he doesn't have to take the bus. And when certain women, when they see a guy who has a nice car, it doesn't even have to be like a Ferrari or nothing like that at that time. It was just a car that got point A to point B. A woman knew that that guy was valuable at the very least when it came to transportation. So a woman will latch on more to a guy who has a car than a guy who doesn't. This same idea can be brought into a guy who has his own house and a guy who lives with his parents. Or a guy who has a six guy who has a six pack abs and a guy who doesn't. You see where I'm getting at? So like most dudes will only equate the opposite, where it's like, well, I don't have the six pack abs, so I don't really mean shit to bitches. Or I don't have the highest paying job and I'm not really worth shit to bitches. Once you look at what you obtained and sort of your conquest and where you're getting at through the validation of women, you'll always fail. You'll never necessarily have a footing and you'll never necessarily have an understanding or a perspective because your entire focus and purpose is on the validation and attention from women. So while a woman's already seeking refuge in 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 in, in validation and gratification from high value men, you'll have the 80% men who are just validating the behaviors that's putting them in the particular situations that they're in. So it's always like a, a catch 22, if you will. Cause like dudes, some guys are, some guys really understand like, yo, this is what we're dealing with. This is what I need to do to better myself. I can't put this person 
higher than where I need to be. I can't put women higher than where I need to be. And guys, like I said, guys are more survivalists when it when it comes to that. I think women are survivalists socially, meaning regardless of the mistakes that she makes, she has enough footing to have all those mistakes validated or to have all of those mistakes sort of erased or disponged on the behalf of women, the sisterhood, feminazis, um, left-wing radical women who either, it's it's like dicks and wallets. That's what that's what most <laughs> that's what most modern women, uh, wicked, wild, uh, left wing women see men as dicks and wallets. Now a guy who's the representation of the dick, and you can look at it as the penis, or you can look at it as an asshole, aka he's a dick. It's the representation of the bad boy. It's the representation of the alphas and it's the representation of the so-called uh, toxic masculinity that these women always talk about that is bad. These women believe that even though a guy is seen as toxic, in all actuality, these women are extremely fascinated and attracted to those particular types of guys. Those are the guys that turn her on. Now, she'll tell society that, oh, the nice guy and Brad over here is fine. Brad's not Chad. He doesn't have a six pack, but he's nice and he's in touch with his feminine side. But deep down in her mind, she knows that Chad, the guy with the six pack or the guy who is more of the um, delinquent attitude, sort of the rebel without a cause, you know, James Dean type of type of persona that is more of her attraction but in a society today even though she's told that she can be a hoe she's told to go on slut walks she's told that it's her body her choice she'll still hold back that realization that those toxic men that she talks about are the ones that really turn her on so we're going to go through this taylor the fiend video and then we're going to wrap this whole thing up Right, that, that's how we as men think. We think, okay, well, if she has walls, she doesn't want to be in a relationship with me because she has walls up and trust issues. Well, then what I need to do is I need to make her trust me, trust me, and I need to show her that, hey, I'm no threat, right? Like I'm just, I'm just a nice man, and I, I'm here to show you that, you know, with me, you're going to have no trust issues at all. I'm going to be fully transparent. You can look at my phone anytime you want, and then like that's how we as guys think, right? But what happens is the girls have those walls because they re they repeated they're not walls okay first of all they are a sign that she's choosing this type of man right they're not something they're not what he's trying to say is when women have that attitude they're not walls they're created barriers she's built that barrier through self-doubt and that self-doubt can be on the on her choosing of men or that self-doubt can even be her self-esteem on attracting a certain type of man. So women, like I said, are emotional. They're, they're emotional roller coasters where even though in certain women like her, it can, it can actually be her that I'm talking about. Even though she's had those bad moments, she, she'll still look at those moments as, as good times. So she will never take those moments back. Like, if she could go back and change 
what she's done in the past, she probably wouldn't. Because it's the experience and it's this emotional roller coaster that she has with these men in these relationships. Or in most cases, where she's just getting grounded and pounded and getting, you know, getting her back blown out. To be scaled, right, where we have to solve all of her little objections. You will notice that when girls say stuff like this, you know, I have walls and trust issues. The more that you try and solve these things, the worse it'll be for you. Right, this is why men in marriages, right, when girls say, oh, you know, bring up the stuff of, oh, my, you know, my previous partner was terrible and I just want a man who's safe. This is why in marriages and stuff like that, where you see guys try and try and assist that and try and go, okay, well, I'm not like the other guy. The situation for that man in the marriage will continually get worse. And that's just really messed up to say, because it's, you're, you're being, hand, this, this is a blueprint, essentially, is what it is. And you're, you're being handed it backwards. You see? You've been completely crushed by it to the point where I honestly rather just be alone because I can't take the pain that I'm feeling every single day. Let's read this. Excuse me. It says, ladies, know your worth. Keep your heart on lock. The right one will fight for your attention, affection, and love. Goodness gracious me, that is that is so backwards. I just, you know, these girls will sit in their car and they'll push the idea. And, you know, look, I've got nothing against the girl in the video. Don't go send her mean messages or anything like that, guys. Um, I, it's just really concerning when girls make videos like this, right? And dudes will come across it and they'll believe it. Like, I'm looking I'm looking at the comments right now. You guys can't see off the screen here. But to the right, there's, there's people that I can see that have commented on the video. And we got we got dudes in the comments like, you know, who are empathizing with her situation as if it is not essentially totally self-inflicted. Now, again, her her, dude, her man, the husband, could have been out of the picture for some reason that we don't know. But, you know, we're just kind of making a generalization here. But when girls come out of marriages, marriages are not something you're supposed to come out of. Okay? They're, they're not. They're, they're till death do us part for a reason. All right? Now, if you want to come out of that marriage and you want to go and chase guys that have no interest in you, I mean, that's totally fine. It's your decision. To I mean, look, dude, like marriage is done. Marriage is done for most men for a reason. Right. And it's not just about. It's not just about the action of marriage. It's the reaction of marriage. It's the divorce rates. From that moment along, from that moment alone, along with the interactions, the intersexual dynamic of man and woman, the separation, regardless of how you look at it. And this is why I find it alarming. See, black men, when they talk about it, it's on the terms of black women. When I talk about it, it's in the terms of women. But my way of thinking about it is more direct because there's guys outside of their race that deal with women outside of their race. So it's not necessarily to say that it's exclusively towards guys going outside of their race. What I'm saying is either way you look at it, the level of expectations of the modern day woman is at an all time high and their value is at an all time low. Make, but the, the crying, you know, the, the being upset about your heart being broken. I, I, I can't give you any empathy or sympathy for that. You know, and I, I don't think any guys should be doing that because it's your own decision. 
you know, and if you're a guy, and before we move on with today's show onto the next video, gentlemen, if you're a guy and you're looking at a situation like this, it actually becomes pretty dangerous for you to sympathize and empathize with these situations. <laughs> he said simp, <laughs> simplify. Now, seriously, really, with women, it's such a, it's so fucked up if you really think about it because... You see me, I don't give a fuck about these dudes who sympathize with these women because they're simps. They're, they're supposed to sympathize with women. They're supposed to be on the woman's side no matter what. And this is the reason why these guys will forever be alone. And not by choice. See, I don't make fun of, of guys who are single. I've been single for a long time. I've gotten very used to that possibility of possibly never never being with someone that I'm generally interested in. And because I will never be with someone who I'm generally interested in, I don't personally choose or I don't try to shape and mold a woman. I don't I don't believe in that theory, especially today. It's just not really it's not really in a it's not a effective thing to do considering how most women react to masculinity. See, women, and I've and I've realized this even like at the job or even at my jobs that I've worked at before here. When you're like that guy, when you're a guy in general who carries yourself as a man, you don't have a you don't have a weak frame, you have a strong frame, you're usually doing your tasks, you're focused on what you're doing. Regardless of what you are or who you are as a man, women will will not throw themselves towards you, but they will uh, randomly conversate with you or try to. And I look at it as like strategic where these bitches just want to throw you off of what you need to do. And for me, the more. Not in this, not in the case of this job, per se, because I never really had a problem with anybody at this job. So in other places where. I brought this up last time. Um, at my last job, there was a woman who actually complained to the supervisor that um, I don't communicate. And these people are not even there when I work anyway. But I used to always show up with my headphones. I would always have my headphones on, even today. At this job, I always keep my headphones on. I always listen to Red Pill content. And I remember going into my last job. And one of the uh, supervisors, well, one of the main supervisors or managers, whatever the fuck he was, one of his stooges, because he always had two or three stooges. And these were like the workhorses. These were the guys. If somebody were, if somebody, like, if I were to tell somebody, like, yo, I'm about to call out next week. He's like, all right, bet. Tell them that uh, I'll cover your section. These are the people that will just cover. And they would so-called bag extra hours. But since they were getting paid the same shitty wage as everybody else, it wasn't really much. So it was kind of like you were slaving just to make extra coin. While when I come here, just for the amount of time that I'll be in here, it would always be, it would already be, it would already be towards 200 extra you know what I mean just to give people an example so just by being here for four hours tomorrow morning I'll get close to 
is that time? It may be time and a half. I might get closer to like 200, maybe 150. You know what I mean? Now, I say all this to say, when you interact with most women, or see with me, women interact with me. See, it's see, I've gained I've gained that ability in a sense to have women interact with me. Either either at either at the job or not at the job. And the reason why is I'll assert myself or I'll present myself in that way to where if a woman feels comfortable, then she'll be the one to say something, initiate conversation, etc. I don't approach women. I don't I don't do any of that shit. Um, unless I walk into a space where a woman is at, I will not directly speak to a woman. If I walk into a space and it's just her, I'll say, how you doing? Whatever. Grab my shit and go. Now, guys who are like simps, like for a simp, this job would be like torture because he would see attractive woman. He'll see an attractive woman every day. And where simps get it fucked up is they're still looking at sort of the outside. And I, I said this earlier, where as a guy, when you get older into your 30s, the looks are still what they are, but you understand more when it comes to a woman and her approach and the fact that she needs to paint and draw on her face to feel presentable. Most women who have the natural, well, most women who have natural beauty still choose to cover themselves up and paint and draw on themselves for 30 minutes in the mirror. But say that a man is a child for playing fucking video games. See, that's the shit I've never figured out. So one thing I've always tried to figure out with women. But like I said, man, I'm just I'm just chilling right now, man. I'm fucking hungry. Build up an appetite. Might have to stop. Grab something to eat. Oh man. On the way back. It's 9.42 p.m., man. 9.43, actually. Get ready to wrap this shit up. Finish my eight and hit the gate. That's 20. That, that leaves me 40 minutes. I might, you know, whatever. Whatever, man. This whole, this whole week has been kind of not chaotic, but it's been a very slow week. I think financially shit was shit was bad in the beginning. But uh I was finally able to come up with some fucking income. So that's cool. Um the weekend's gonna kinda suck because tomorrow, like I said before, I'm gonna be here from pretty much eight thirty or eight forty five. I'm gonna be here at eight thirty. Eight forty five to what, 145, 2 o'clock? I'm going to be present here. Get off. Probably be home by 2.30. Get enough time to just play video games. I'm going to play video games when I get home any fucking way. Hopefully, I can do what I've been doing throughout the past week, which is pretty much get like six, six to eight hours of sleep. But if I go home, by the time I get home, it's usually like close to fucking 11. So I figure if I at least stay up till one, I can I can get some sleep, wake up at 8 a.m. 
and get ready to start another day. Luckily, everything in this building that I need done is finished. So when I show up tomorrow, it's really just setting everything up. I've been dealing with like events at my job the whole week. Oh shit, I'm sorry guys. I'm sorry for the yawn. I've been dealing with like events this whole week at this job. So when I usually start recording at like 7.15 or 7.30, there's usually approximately 50 people within the building. And I'm parked in a perfect spot to where I can see everything going on in the main hallway. So that's kind of like how I get away with doing a lot of my podcast episodes. If there's nobody in the building, like in this case, there's, is this guy still here? Yeah, there's this one guy who's still here who works alongside with me, like, and that's like towards the end because I leave at 10.15. So depending on, I have, I have three people I work with. Two of those people are part-time and they have it. They have it where they can show up the first four hours or the last four hours of my shift. You see what I mean? So while I'm here, I'm here until 1015. Technically, I'm here until 1030. But since I get here, I punch in at 215 and they allow me to punch out 1015. So that's kind of how I get away with my shit. But that's usually the opportunities that I get two podcasts because I know most of everything that I need done is done. This is fucking basketball season, which is going to be a pain in the dick, but I'm not going to be doing nothing tomorrow besides running a floor machine. I may run a couple. I may run the burnisher on these floors, depending on what time I have and what I have planned directly, what I have planned. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's the plan. <laughs> that's the fucking, that's the goal for tomorrow. We're going to get, I think I'm going to get better bachelor, get a couple of better bachelor, uh, uh, content from the better bachelor channel on YouTube and do some reactions to that. Also, yeah, we're going to focus a lot on a lot of the going forward. We're going to focus on a lot of the content creators that I kind of came up into what is considered the red pill or the manosphere. A lot of the content creators that I've mentioned that I haven't yet to really uh, play any clips of. And we're going to start off with Better Bachelor. We're going to do something with that. We're going to do something with a couple of more uh, content creators that I find as well. We're planning, I'm planning a two hour episode, but if I can pull off three hours, I can do so. I figure if I do, if I start a little after 10 o'clock, that gives me, if three hours, if I can go a little past one o'clock, that would be possible. But then I have a lot of shit going on, apparently. A lot of these events and activities going on within the five hours. So we're going to see, though. But at the very least, we're going to do a traditional two-hour episode, even though this here is just strictly off the top of the dome, which is the reason why this is probably as dis- as dysfunctional as I think this sounds. But hey, you know what I mean? I would rather come on here 
have a bunch of scattered videos, not even be able to get through this entire video. What, what do I have left on this? Is it worth going through? I'm going to say no. No, I'm not going through the rest of that. We weren't even halfway through that. Shout out to Taylor DeFindo. If you guys go, also, this is a guy that I've been kind of incorporating. Wow. For a couple months now, actually. Taylor DeFind on YouTube, another good content creator, points out the behaviors and the toxicities of the modern day women and toxic femininity. Toxic femininity, ladies and gentlemen. Misandry, if you will. But yeah. 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 Get ready to wrap this shit up. Two hours and 20 minutes. Not too bad. Not too shabby. With enough time to go in here and uh, set everything up. I have a couple things that I have. Not even a couple things. I wouldn't even call them a couple of tasks. Small brief tasks that I want set up, put together. So by the time I come into this building tomorrow morning, 75% of what I need done is done for these people to come in and possibly fuck up everything that I have to fix or that I have to clean, especially with this, uh, this machine that we use or this machine that I use. Um, it's called the T3 and it's this, it's this, it's a quote unquote auto scrubber, but it doesn't really scrub the floor. It's just this shitty pad. It's pretty much softer than a Brillo pad that goes on the floors and it's supposed to take up all of the dirt and stains and it doesn't really do shit, but they have, they say that, Hey, if you use it, just use it after and you don't have to do anything else. So I said, cool, that's, that's all I needed to hear. Cause I didn't really plan on doing anything else any fucking way. Um, like I said, when I got here, my, like where I was at before, I'll put it to you like this, where I was at before I was responsible for over 21 rooms, 21 rooms. And that's at minimum wage. So even if you take, even if you go fast and that's what I used to do, I used to just go through the rooms because it got to a certain point where the teachers, they were just as messy as the students, if not more. So I kind of did things half-assed because I already got an understanding that they didn't really care or have, have consideration over what a lot of us had to do. So when I got here, I was sort of expecting the same shit, but I, I literally do 35% of the work that I did at my last job and get paid over twice as much. So it's like a lot of dudes, they don't, they'll only look at things halfway where it's like, that's where a lot of women fuck up. See, a woman will say, oh, well, what I do for a living, a woman will find that unappealing. But I bet the check that I just recently got, uh, that's a little bit more appealing. And this ain't lightweight. This is where really I just got to see like now I can kind of enjoy. I got I got a good amount on me. Right. So I can enjoy myself. But. I still. I still 
look at things on a more realistic perspective where it's like, oh, sure, I can go out and get drunk. I can party. I can spend my money on weed, even though I already got that earlier. You know what I'm saying? I got me a good amount, man. I'm straight. Look, man, I'm telling like, this past week was just trial and error, man. I was telling people last week that this week was going to be difficult, and you guys believe it. You guys will fucking believe it now because we still had a couple of bangers this week, but a lot of things were wacky like I expected this week to, to be. But I was expecting, uh, well, last week, the scheduling here with payroll is kind of funny because most of the time it's 15th and the 30th. But with a lot of things taking place recently, everything's changed. So instead of the 15th, we've had gotten our shit today. Now, the 30th, instead of the 30th, 30th we'll probably get our shit on the third or the fourth, right? So that's kind of like, I, I still haven't gotten used to how that shit is. But like, guys, guys are more realistic in doing what we need to do. And I think men, and I brought this up in the past, right? Like, like a lot of niggas, a lot of dudes, and when I say niggas, I mean dudes, people in general. You know what I mean? A lot of us... We're just real, we're, we're realistic. So we'll do things that we essentially don't want to do for things that are possible in the long run. Women don't necessarily have that in them. So that's why they aim so high up when it comes to a lot of guys because they've never really had, they've never really been in a situation where they had to prove something to really any guy. So they'll look at, They'll look at a high value man and feel that they are entitled to that guy. See, expectations are only a representation of entitlement. For example, I want a woman who's interested in me, right? She's not interested in the things around her. Even the possible men who she knows she can be with I want a woman who says, I'd rather be with this guy. This is the guy that I'm sticking it out with. To me, commitment is attraction. When a woman, when you know a woman is willing to invest in you, not just present herself in a fashion to where you invest in her, but she actually shows that interest in you. Most men, and I'm just, this is just the reality, fellas. Most men will never feel that. Most men today, yesteryear, it doesn't matter. Most men will never feel that, never felt it, never will feel it. Because that commitment has been substituted by financial gain. And that financial gain, which would be a representation of her career, it can either be her representation of of her career, her level of independence as a woman, or her level of education. She'll always run into that brick wall because the good guys who will always be around her are the guys who are temporarily around or 
their orbiters until they come to a realization that this bitch is no good and she's only using me, etc., etc. Those dudes who wake up, this is why like red pill rage is such a thing. And I'm going to bring up more of that also. Should I bring that up tomorrow? Hmm. We might talk about red pill rage tomorrow morning. We'll also incorporate better bachelor clips and other various clips and compilations as well. I think we'll talk about red pill rage tomorrow because really that's, that's where red pill rage comes from. It's the women who essentially keeps a guy around just for company and doesn't necessarily tell that guy. So it's a woman who gives guys sort of this false hope of, um, sexually interacting with him in order just to consume him for his time. Women are leeches of time. Women are parasites of time. Women are piranhas when it comes to time. When they see time in the water, they react like piranhas. They attack viciously and they attack and consume you for your time. This isn't all women and even the good women. And this is a good thing. I've, I've always said this. I believe there's always two sides to the situation. A woman, now this is rare. This shit never happens. And this is considered Disney dynamic, but we're using this as the exception. So do forgive me for saying this. There is such thing where a woman can come across a man and actually devote her time and being with that man. So that guy sees that woman as worthy of therefore committing his time and effort only because that woman shows that initiative first. Now, the reason why this doesn't happen today is the romantic aspect of dating or finding that quote unquote special someone is completely broken down to guys who are there trying to smash and bitches who are there trying to capitalize off of those guys who are trying to smash in some cases without even smashing. That's really what it became. That's why I say love is a battlefield. The dating scene is aimed towards women, so you would expect women to capitalize, but they only capitalize within numbers. They end up being broken, miserable, and confused, or they're strong, independent, and lonely, and problematic at best. 9.59, it's about that time. To wrap this shit up, man. Two hours and 30 minutes in. Didn't mean to go two hours and 30 minutes. Although that was kind of the goal. I had to make sure I came up with something constructive at the end of this random recording. But another episode nonetheless. And it's time to put this thing to rest, man. Listen, man. It's been another jam-packed week, technically. A very uh, difficult week for me. Not really difficult, but in a way, very difficult. Not used to. Well, now everything is better. Now I got back in contact with some... uh, How can I say this? I've gotten back in contact with a pharmacist of mine. In which I'm medicated with the finest of herbs and cannabis known to man. So I'm back to that, which is great. Um, I'm still working. I'm still breathing. I'm still producing income. I'm still moving with a purpose. You know, I'm still living. I I am still living what I am telling you guys. That's the importance of these episodes to me, in a sense, where it's like, I don't, 
I don't want to be seen. If people see me as a character, I would at least hope it's a good character because it's who I am. It's not a facade. So if a person dislikes me, then they actually dislike me because I'm displaying the character of who I truly am. And I feel to be transparent, you almost have to be connected with the world and at the same time disconnected. So like I tell people all the time, I'm a lone wolf. I consider myself a Sigma male by choice because of the circumstances I've been in. I've been the leader of the pack. I've been that guy where people look at in a level of what you would consider leadership. Now this isn't in extreme cases where I'm not a captain of a fucking, uh, I'm not, I don't have troops. I'm not a leader of a, of an organization, but I had circles of people that seen me or assigned me as the main guy supposedly. And so I've seen what that interaction is like. So I don't say I'm a quote unquote alpha male because of that. I'm saying I'm a Sigma male because I can temporarily be um, a designated leader of some sorts, but I choose not to, or I don't look at that as just my title and my purpose to be a leader. My, my purpose is to be a voice for a lot of these men, especially coming up today, the 23 to 27 year old men who are coming up in conversations and interactions with a lot of these dysfunctional women. Um, you have to, you have to stay, you have to stay on your purpose. This doesn't mean not talking to women. This doesn't mean excommunicating yourself. There's levels to this shit. See, I've reached the level where Communication with women only come with professional and semi-personal value, okay? Other than that, it, it doesn't mean much for me. For you guys, the younger men, you guys are out there in the dating market, so you guys know what it's like. I don't have to reiterate that. I just want to come with a different perspective and a more honest, transparent opinion and voice from an insider yet outsider perspective. Hopefully people can figure that out. But it's 10.02 and I'm through. Jersey Judah, Red Pill Party Podcast. I'll catch you guys tomorrow morning, although the episode may not be uploaded until 12 noon. But until then, I'm out. Peace.